Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I'm your host, Steve Wachuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. As a reminder, Thursdays, it's just me. These are short episodes, five to 15 minutes. This is where I do espouse my ideologies and my principles and my beliefs and my takes on things and try to use whatever uh, knowledge that I have gathered <clears throat> in my career and in my life to pass on to people. On Mondays are the interview episodes. I try to take a back seat. I bring someone on to talk about something in the health or fitness or wellness industry. Maybe it's a product, maybe it's a service, maybe it's an ideology, maybe it's uh, you know s- some new sort of technology, and they break that down for us. And I don't promote anything that comes on to this podcast. I allow you, on the, certainly on the Monday episode specifically, to do your own due diligence, and I just want to give you the information on things that are either trending or the things that are in the news or things that I believe are relevant to know about one way or the other. Uh, today, uh, quick housekeeping here, the next few episodes are really good. I have someone on talking about a nanotechnology called Talpatch. Uh, Novak Djokovic actually uses it, and he claimed that it's uh, the biggest secret of his career. So I have the co-founder on talking about that. And the following episode is going to be somebody talking about taxes and IRS-specific things to do with really all, biz- all small businesses, but certainly fitness and health businesses. Uh, today, I know a lot of trending topics on the carnivore diet, and I'm going to have someone on to talk about that eventually. But but what I think is more interesting than that, and where, again, my, my uh, I don't want to call it an expertise, but but certainly the things that I've read is more on the moral and philosophy side. So, you know, Peter Singer wrote a book in the early 70s called Animal Liberation. There's a new book out now called Animal Animal Liberation Now. It's sort of, in a, I guess you call it like an addendum to it, uh, an updated version um, J.M. Kutsi, uh, one of my favorite uh, writers from South Africa, authors, uh, wrote a novella called The Lives of Animals, which is really interesting to read about the just, again, the, the, the moral, uh, the morals of eating animals, right? The morals of being a carnivore or an omnivore. David Foster Wallace, uh, Consider the Lobster is one of his more famous essays, talk, just talking about the you know the life of a lobster and what it feels and what it doesn't. And you know, seventy three billion animals are slaughtered annually. I'm not some I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. I don't you know I'm not marching in front of slaughterhouses. I don't really know what to think. But I do think not thinking about it is is not an answer, right? Not not to talk about these things, not to bring them up front in consciousness when we talk about diets to say, well, yeah, okay, we can break down the science behind what is healthy and what's not. But do we have a moral obligation to look into w- what we should be doing from an animal perspective, right? What what is there a hierarchy? I don't know. I don't I don't believe there should be necessarily a hierarchy. Is a you know is a cow more important than a dog? A dog more important than a cow? More important than a frog? More important than a bird? I don't know. Is it because of pain tr- neurotransmitters? Does one animal feel more pain than a, than the next? Sort of the the windshield wiper test or the you know the car test. You know you you run over a, you you run into a bug on your windshield. You're not worried about it. Uh, you run over a squirrel, maybe you're a little bit upset. You hit a deer, maybe you're a little bit more upset. You hit a child, you're very upset, right? So yeah, we, we do have a natural moral hierarchy of animals and creatures and beings. And, you know, it, it, is that right? Is that wrong? Is it okay to kill 73 billion animals each year? Do we really need to be doing that? Is there other ways to go about this? I'm not telling everyone we should be vegan and that we shouldn't do this. I, I myself am not vegan. I'm, uh, in fact, I eat probably more meat than the average person. I just think it's interesting to, to read about these things. Again, the, the, those are my recommendations. Peter Singer's book, Animal Liberation. Uh, J.M. Kutsia, The Lives of Animals. It's a novella. It's not He's not pushing anything. He's writing it from a fictional standpoint. And David Foster Wallace is considered a lobster. It's a small essay. I think it gives you insights into r- a different way to think about food. 
and a different way to think about life and a, a sort of a philosophical stance on these things. If anyone is interested in those sorts of things, and uh, I, I believe they in, in helped sort of enlighten me to think a different way. I also want to talk about the big push I see on social media now is people calling out other people. Now, I'm not saying this wasn't in the industry in the first place or my industry or any industry, but it's it's happening on a, you know exponentially now because people see that it's trending. And when it's trending and you can do it, well, then, you know, everyone says, well, let me copycat this trend here. So there's so many people calling out other people. Right now, I think it's a good thing. I think most of it is is bettering society, calling out people who are photoshopping, calling out people who are lying about credentials, calling out people who are selling supplements that don't actually work and, and bunk science, calling out people who are getting paid by people who uh, obviously have ulterior motives based upon who they're getting paid by. So I, I think the, I think this is important. I don't know when it goes too far. I don't know when it crosses the line into bullying, but I, I do think it has been a help not only for my industry, but in other industries I see. But I want to throw it to you guys. Do you do you think it's good? Do you think it should be happening? And if I, you know, if, if you want me to give you some sort of uh, more concrete, clear examples for those of you who, are, who don't know, um, let's say there is an entrepreneur and they claim like, yeah, I make two million dollars a year, and I could just walk up to any of my friends and be like, yo, wire me two hundred fifty thousand dollars because I need it for something. If you don't have that kind of circle, well, you're not gonna, you know, you're never gonna make it. It's like. Well, then these people get called out, right? They, they look into their uh, who they're actually friends with. They go back and talk to friend, people in high school, and they do their do, they do their you know background uh, both on things that are in the public record and things in private with people, and they find out these people are just frauds and shams, and they're just they're they're selling some sort of course, and they're just trying to uh, pretend they're they're they say they have oh they have a factory and they they own this car and like they rented this car and they don't actually own the factory. They're just you know they have a a, a small room in the factory where they produce their T-shirts and. Um, I, I think it's good. I think it's good we call out these charlatans in the industry. I don't know when it gets too far, but I, I want to know what you guys think because if you think it's something that you'd be interested in, I will start calling out some people in the industry. I've always thought about calling out people who in the juice head strength community, uh, you know, don't talk about their injuries. That's my thing. You know, everyone says, oh, you're, you're faking your photos or you're lying about this. For me, it's lying about health, pretending that strength and health are the same thing because it's not right. You you can be strong. That doesn't mean you're healthy. That most of the people who are lifting in a particular manner to get strong, I talk about this all the time. Need joint replacements by the time they're sixty. Uh, so you know it's a, it's it's a really narrow lens that the strength community has, and and that's the community that I would call out. But uh, anyhow, I appreciate you guys listening into the Truly Fit podcast. I always have T-shirts available, almost always from either events or I just order them and, and have them in stock. So if you, you want a t-shirt, I will honestly send some out for free. So just reach out to social at trulyfit.app. Tell me your size and your address. Tell me what you like about the podcast. What else you want me to do? Give me some feedback that I can use and that, that'll be your payment and I will send you a t-shirt. Thanks for listening in. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.